is so good, pussy so good If I could quit my job and fuck you all day shit, I would, yeah, I would Yeah, I would If I could quit my job and fuck you all day shit, I would Hey, so good, pussy so good If I could quit my job and fuck you all day Good morning, shit, I would. Yeah, good afternoon, good evening Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving, a.k.a. Um, why are you even here? And I have my co-host to the left. Y'all niggas can just call me Bo. If you don't know, Bo slash Steph slash whatever you want to call her is dressed like she is about to do a bank robbery. No, I'm not. Actually, I went to go take my um, my driver's license picture since my birthday is tomorrow. And I was like, shit, like... I look like I'm headed to a Black Panther meeting. You you look <laughs> up to no good. You look like a librarian who, like, dabbles in BDSM, like, on the weekends and, like, as, like, a dominatrix. Sounds like fun, actually. Uh, we're not going to talk about what dun, you want to do, too. Dun, 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 dun. Um, so, how was your how was your pre-birthday weekend? It was good. I got treated to dinner on Friday. And... I didn't do anything Saturday. Oh, I went to dinner with, with my friend on Saturday. But. I think I, and I, ran, I ran into you. Yeah, you ran into us at uh, Bakersfield. It was, it was Bakersfield. I stole a chip and then realized, like, because me and the person I was with, the homegirl, just a friend, like, she's like auntie to me. Um, She used to have the plug at Bakersfield. Like, the bartender, I guess, loved her for whatever reason. Wait, you said an auntie? Yeah, she she like she like my auntie. She like she like take it. She like take care of me. Does she like like is she not your auntie? But is she black? And is she got a husband too? And they just got married. No, oh, that's not my favorite couple. Nah, she for sure single. <laughs> she for sure single. Um, but nah, she had a she had a uh, she had a. Plug like the bartender loved her, so like he would just give her mass free shit, and then like she he would give whoever she's with mass free shit. So we checked to see if, if that motherfucker was working. Do you know this motherfucker had the nerve to quit his job as a bartender and do some startup shit? The audacity and selfishness Jason. of the, the audacity and selfishness of this man to you know do the startup thing instead of be at Bakersfield so we can continue to get free drinks. I'll eat Saudi. Sex. I don't know how to go to Kruger's. Kruger's. Bro, they drinks are weak as shit. I'm I'm actually disappointed in in the quality of their drinks. I need I need what you would call it at this point. There's a lot of things that could be what you would call it. Please be specific. I, I need uh which weak drinks at this point in my life. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Homegirl don't I don't need all that. Okay. I'm trying to take a break from drinking, like not drinking through the week with the exception of this week because it's your birthday. It's my birthday. <laughs> Fuck it up if it's your birthday, bitch. Fuck it up if it's your Hey. <laughs> you about to be so problematic this week. You're not. You about to be so problematic. <laughs> but listen, I I always lie to myself and say I'm gonna take a break from drinking. And I do. Sometimes, I, most times I don't drink during the week. I, like, I'm, you may catch me most drinking, like, three days a week. Except for some weeks, I drink a more. But I can always not drink because drinking is expensive. And I ain't got money like that yet. So there's that. Um, anything else you want to talk about before we get, we get into the meat and potatoes uh, this here uh, podcast this week? They have an elf on a shelf, but it's minch whatever it's a jewish priest on on a shelf and i 
I butchered that pronunciation. Yeah, you did. Words are hard. Mm. And I, I don't even know what you... Kwanzaa. M-E-N-S-C-H. Minsk. 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 Because I would think they would for that C-H sound. Listen. Minsk pre- on a bench. <laughs> it, That's cute. Man. Uh, Thanksgiving's next week. I know. My family's going out of town to go visit my sister. Can't wait. Are you? I'm assuming you're heading with them? No. Oh. <laughs> I'll be at home by myself. So they've been doing this for like two years now. And I'm okay with it, actually. So I get to spend Thanksgiving and Christmas by myself. Most people will be like, I don't know, that's so lonely. But I just go see you. All my extended family lives here. Uh, I get me a plate and I go back home and spend the night by myself. It's beautiful. It's peaceful. It's just the way I always love to spend the, my holidays. The key about Thanksgiving is you got to pick, you got to pack your to-go plate first. That way you make sure you get everything that you want. Mm-hmm. And it's usually cold enough that if you drove or if you have a car that's readily available, just put it in the car. The car is going to act like a, fr- I mean, like a, like a fridge. It's going to keep it cold for you. Wrap it up in a foil and then come back and get the plate that you're actually going to eat there. Because you want to make sure your to-go plate has everything that you want. Because sometimes people, the leftovers, you be having... Your your cousin's dried turkey, your uh, your auntie who can't cook real well potato salad, and you get like a little bit of some other shit. Make the to go plate first. That way, you know you're bringing home leftovers you actually want to eat. Just a, a friendly neighborhood tip from one hungry person to another. True, true. All right, so we're gonna get started on this here topic, and this is something that you de- like desperately wanted to bring up this week because long story short. Niggas is wildin'. Niggas wildin' out here. Like, and I say niggas as in black, white, Asian, Puerto Rican. Men. Call a thing a thing. Men are wildin' out here. <laughs> niggas is wildin' out men here. Men are wildin' out here. I can't say I can't I can't say just men because there's some been some offshoots of some of the some of the shit that we've seen that's been a little problematic on the women's side of things. I'll we'll, we'll touch on that. Um just know I I feel like haphazardly making a Twitter predator list might not be the best use of no the problem with that list was that they publicized it when if they were really about you know being here for the victims you would have just it have been like a chain email passes somebody been on the dms or on the twitter and be like yo anybody got that block list and then somebody be like meet me in my dms and you just keep dming it that girl who posted it wasn't she was doing it for ill reasons? Yeah, she was posting it to get to come up on some clout, like you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, and she's she's been like that. She's been a little who who's that exactly? Lotitious. Like? Oh yeah, she's problematic. She's been problematic, like, and somebody was bringing up the fact that when like a couple years ago, she like w- before her boyfriend broke up with her, like she used to be y'all dark skinned bitches ain't shit da 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 like one of those ah. team light skinned hoes. So her feminism is like, either you are finally growing, which it's, you know, you know it's kind of hard. Cause yeah, once you have a, yeah, yeah, or like your shit's just fake as fuck. And based it's off of what she did Sunday night, fuck. it was fake as fuck. All right. So um, to kind of, for those who've been living under a, a rock or B, don't be on social media like that. No, don't be on Twitter. 
I mean, it, 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 it spread a little to the, to the Instagram. Because once Bossa made that uh that, that headline bully. Uh, so so uh, actually, let, fuck that. Let's start with the, let's start with these white people out here raping, raping and sexually assault before we get to the black people because I'm I'm feeling like that today. Um, so if, if you haven't know, okay, so Kevin Spacey. Um, got called out as a sexual predator, and he decided the best way for him to combat it was to apologize and then announce he's gay in the same public press announcement. Like, nigga, no. Like, you, like first and foremost, I believe in marriage equality for everybody. I believe everyone should have the ability to love who they want to love without being pressed about it. But nigga, you can't use you being gay the fucking force field to 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 not be a sexual predator. No, that's not how this shit fucking works. Stop how this shit fucking works. Stop doing it. And and everyone saw for your bullshit was like, no, my no, my friend, you you can't just pull you can't pull the gay car like the draw four and Uno and just expect to get out of the shit scot free. No, fuck you. Um, Louis C.K. Louis C.K., um, I guess, tell me, I, I miss the entire, I miss the story on story Louis C.K., his came out, and what they basically said was, the women said he would have his comedy shows, he'd invite these women who were also comedians to go back to his room, and he would just start masturbating in front of them. Yes. So it wasn't, his sexual harassment wasn't, you know, touching them or, or you know, raping them. It was, here's my dick, now watch me play with it, which is just as bad, because... I don't want to be subjected to seeing your penis if I didn't ask to see your penis. It's like getting a dick pic you didn't ask for. Except in person. Yeah. And Which so is worse. And so one thing I had one thing so, so A with that, so Louis so people collectively got Louis C. K. the fuck out of a paint. I think his Netflix Seriously, his special, uh, got canceled special got canceled of a movie that he was had in production also got you know canceled. What's crazy is so they were talking about a TV show he had going into production, but they canceled it because of his allegations. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like both of so, and it's 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 a Bill Cosby effect. Like yo, fuck up because you the star took took checks out of mass people's mouths. You know what I mean? Like, think about like all the think about all the Cosby Show stars who are no longer getting them fucking syndication checks and royalty checks. Because of Bill Cosby. Same shit with Louis C.K. Like, he wasn't the only motherfucker involved in the movie or the stand special or the show or whatever else they, we pulled the plug on. Like, he he taking money out of everybody's mouth because you want to be a fucking pervert. Um, Kevin Spacey uh, got he, House of Cards after uh, season six is, is going to be canceled. Even though Netflix announced it like it was about the allegations, but I'm 95% sure they were canceling House of Cards after that la- after next season anyway. So Netflix, eh, you don't get no extra praise for, for announcing some shit you was already about to do. Fuck you. Um, who else? Harvey Weinstein, we know, but you know, Everybody was. There's literally so many that it's even hard to keep. But up one thing, but one yeah, it, it, one thing is, it's like it's like mass shootings. It's like it's like every other day there's another one announced and you get numb to it, which is fucked up as well. There's one thing I did want to say about Harvey Weinstein is like the only when uh, Lupita um, came out, Nyong'o came out. That was the only one he wanted to fight back and say, "No, nah, she, no, nah, she tripping. I ain't do that." But all these other white women, you just kept your mouth shut. But when Lupita starts saying, "Like, no, nah, he did that to me too," you want to, you want to fight back. Fuck you. Um, Terry Crews admitted to it, and then people, you know, you know, finally found out for like, yeah, like. Oh no, the person who um, who groped him. Groped him. He, it came out, and now there's being charges pressed against him. But I've seen that person. He's not small. 
He's not a smart person. Terry Crews or the guy who... The guy who groped him. Oh. He's like, he's like... As one of, big as him? He's close. He's close wow. enough where it's like, combined with the fact that like the power of being a Hollywood exec, that the uh, Terry Crews was like, I was just in shock, I didn't know what to do, kind of made more sense. Because it was like, like, dude's like a legitimate, like big person as far as like big and muscular so it was one of those things where it was like because i saw um i saw when he, when terry cruz first admitted that everyone people were saying like why you're terry, you're terry cruz you have muscles in places most people don't have places why ain't you just you know get buck on them and besides the fact that it would probably blackball them dude's also big like dude's also a big guy so but that's the thing a lot of these men are using their stature or their status to intimidate the people that they're being predatory towards. I mean, yeah, shit. So it, which doesn't make it right. No, I'm not arguing with you on I'm not arguing with you on that one. Um and then we get to then so now we touched a little bit on the white people cuz I want to if, you know, I want to I mean, if we really want to talk about the black people, we could just talk about Bill Cosby, R. Kelly, dim niggas. That we still are doing the, but save my dad. No, I feel like save I feel like people of I feel like nah. Anyway, Bill Cosby. I feel like people have collectively got about to paint. You know, I don't see many Cosby yeah, but defenders. It took, it took a long time before people were because when it initially started uprising back in 2015, niggas was like, nah, we ain't even nah. Y'all y'all just trying to get another black man out of here. Da da da. And that blind loyalty that black men hold for other black men is just a doozy. It's, if you want to talk about blind loyalty. You want to talk about loyalty? We talk about loyalty. That blind loyalty is a double-edged sword. It's like it's a community, it's a community-based thing. It's, 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 it's why, it's why Let we get. Let me tell y'all niggas, I ain't got it. We know you don't, beloved. Just want to reiterate. We know I don't give you, a fuck about not near one people. If you gotta go, you gotta go. You need to take that up with God. Like it's, it's more, it's a community thing. It's, it's like it's coming from a same ilk as like you see a black man you don't know, you give the head nod, and you know whether that and you know not me. Don't head your nod at me. Yeah, I know what I said. Don't head your nod at me. N- nigga, we not talking about you. I'm just saying. I like to reiterate. I don't like you niggas. You don't like people. First of all, that's a lie. I'm that's a always truth. here for women. Unless women do something stupid, then I'm not here for you. And women do some stupid shit. I know. And, and like I just say, I'm not here for y'all. But we're not talking. The focus is not on women today. The focus is on you trash ass men. Yeah, the focus is on whatever the focus is. I said what I said. The focus and? is on you trash-ass men. See, this is the real problem with it. The allegations that are coming around now are all focusing on men, mostly, because there are. But the, what's being said about women does not offset the the entire patriarchal system that's set up to allow men to continue being trash. So until we can have a nice little conversation where we just focus on that, we're going to continue to be in the same place. So, and I mean, unless everybody's getting on the same page of just addressing, the, not the elephant, but like... It's more than an elephant. Like, the shit sitting here, and we're just like, damn, it's crazy again. And then, like, it's on both sides. It's, like, men who don't—who are refusing to have this conversation. And then it's women who—and we all play in the patriarchy. We do on some level. But the whole thing about it is patriarchy is set up so men can have this unforeseen rule over women and how they treat others. And until the conversation can be centered for a moment of time on how this just needs to change, we're just going to keep 
running in the circles and being here. So right now, men are on the jumbo screen, and that's it. It is what it is, okay? <laughs> Anyways, back to what I was saying. So, like I said, it, 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 it came from a community thing. And one thing I did say was, like, one thing I was—because uh, I read a lot of shit, and I think I favored some of it um, on Twitter to try to bring up, to try to remember to bring up, was, like, you act like, first and foremost— a lot of a nigga, a lot of your niggas, a lot of the niggas of a rapist don't know that that niggas are rapists. It's not like the, it's not like the rapist is out here advertising they're a rapist, or the, the sexual predator ain't advertising that he's a sexual predator. So we, so one thing I do think that we need to do is stop penalizing the friends of said sexual predator for just being friends with him. We're different between being a friend of somebody and enabling them. Y'all assume that everyone who's a friend of somebody is enabling them, and that's not the case. Secondly, and so, you know, and secondly, one thing, because so for, for the now the infamous story is Corn. Uh, that's his name, right? Corn, um, popular Twitter personality, host of, like, you know, Bourbon Ball, uh, you know, got kind of called out, like, over, you know, multiple times about... Sexual, you know, sexual uh, predator, predatory behavior. Um, and I think the crazy thing is that I think it's fucked up, but it's true. It's going to, in order to get somebody out the paint, it is going to take more than one accusation of person to get them out the paint. Which is sad. But it makes sense. And the reason why it makes sense is this. It's because, and I saw um, somebody tweet that like, you know, uh, Brown and Bella, her, her. When any of her crime was reported, do you automatically doubt the victim or some, or that something occurred? No. So why should rape any, be any different? And I think that's that's a little bit of a false equivalency because rape is not like any other crime. Most any other crime, there's evidence that can be supported one way or the other. If there's a murder, there's a there's a dead body and usually a murder weapon. If your car is stolen, there's an absence of your car. If if there's a robbery or there's an assault, you know, there's there's evidence. Unfortunately, sexual assault, rape, sexual predatory behavior is the only crime that doesn't really lend itself to evidence like that. Um, the only evidence that could realistically be there is like physical harm, like, you know, bleeding, scratches, bruises, stuff like that. And even still, there's a ready made alibi for that. It was consensual. Do you, do, 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 you, do you follow me right now? Mm-hmm. There's a ready made alibi for that. It's like, it's consensual. If there's a dead body, there's not a ready made alibi for why there's a dead body. It's like, oh, it was consensual. He wanted me to kill him. No, that's still a crime. With sex, the, the evidence automatically gets taken out because you because any person could say no, it was consensual, and then it it delves down to a he said she said thing. And with anything he said she said, if it's just one on one, it's going to be a 50-50 shot, right? It's going to be like half of like generally half people believe, believe one person, half of people, half of people believe the other person. If anything, if I if I told you right now that. Me and your friend or whatever, you know, we hooked up. And, and, to, and, 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 and you go back to your friend and your friend's like, nah, we didn't. It's a, it's a he said, she said thing. Depending on your relationship with both me and, and your friend, 
you're not going to be more inclined to believe one person over, over another until you get more evidence. And more evidence could be text messages, screenshots, DM messages, or the lack thereof, or other people being like, nah, girl, like that nigga, that nigga lied on me too. Or me pulling up like, no, she lies about the niggas that she fucks. And that's not inherently wrong. So for us to act like it makes zero sense completely to not, I'm not saying automatically accuse anyone of lying. I'm saying don't jump to fucking conclusions until you get more evidence. And sometimes more than one person getting in the guy to paint is the evidence that you need because there's a fucking pattern. You done. Yes, beloved, for now. But you do know that more sexual allegations have reported sexual allegations. The percentage of those that are actually false are three percent. I've heard a higher number, first and foremost. I've heard a higher number of different studies. It's usually two to ten percent, but never more than two. So most people just go with three percent. But even then, if it's at two to ten percent, right, based off of studies, why would we like just like Brown and Bella said, like you're more in any other crime, you believe it's done before you don't. So why not apply that to rapists? Because because rape, rape along with obviously other crime, but rape especially, people hear the accusation. They rarely ever hear the the rollback if it's wrong. You know, and we're talking, and again, we're not talking stranger rape. We're talking rape between two people who know each other. And generally those two people who know each other also have a network. Most rapes are done. Yeah, exactly. At the hands of somebody you know. If you're, you're, you're lending yourself to my point. So we're, so, so we're not talking, we're talking about two people who generally probably have a, who share, who share a certain a network of friends. And if, and if, if that person who, that predator has not shown predatory behavior it's a little bit of a leap in logic to go from normal predatory, normal non-predatory behavior to him raping or him sexually assaulting someone that A, he cares about, B, that you care about. It's a, there's a little bit of a leap in logic. I'm not saying assume the woman's lying. I'm not saying assume the man is telling the truth. I'm not saying none of that. I'm saying we should probably not rush the fucking conclusions on the shit and let the shit play out. Because niggas get fucked up when people just rush to conclusions on a lot of shit. And why why is sexual assault not one of those things? A lot of the things is with sexual assault, first of all, we don't even believe. More times than not, society as a whole does not even believe the the accuser. Like eight times out of ten, we're more times going to be like, nah, she's lying before we actually say. I I disagree, but continue. Before we actually say that she's not. This like this has been proven. And then when the case actually goes to tort, more times than not, even if it is true, the guy who is the predator or the, the, the rapist doesn't even go to jail. He sees no time. Or even if you have that Brock Turner kid, He's he did that. three fucking months for violently raping a woman. So it's just like, at what point do men just be like, you know what, maybe we should take a new aspect to this because we want to be out on a limb and we want to protect men. Men don't need any more protection. Men don't need to be coddled when it comes to this situation anymore at all. No, I'm talking now. I'm going to finish because I'm getting pissed off now because this is the situation that we keep finding ourselves in. And it's just like, I don't know, understand like the mentality where men need so much 
to be such apologists on the behalf of him, or even when you're talking about, like, well, you don't know if you're friends with it. You don't, absolutely, but you can also tell when there's behavior in people that is probably lending them towards being somebody that's harmful to women. So if we want to take this situation with corn, for instance, like, um, what ended up coming up was that pool table situation where you come to find out this girl is getting assaulted by a stripper and he was the one who coordinated there's been other stories that i've been told about which that's not my place to start talking about on here but that men i am hard pressed to believe that people in his little circle that he's created on twitter had no idea of what was happening or or even could have any lending to of the idea of type of person he was because i'm not somebody who even hung out with corn but i could easily pull up all of his old tweets where he said wow ridiculous things like telling the story about how he was like well you won't get gangbanged to here tonight. And it's just like, did, did we not have any correlation? And then a lot of times these pirates, they know what they're fucking doing. There is a guy in Cincinnati who I could bring up right now who who leads himself, to, lends himself to have some of the same behavior that Corn does. And then on top of that, like to further that, I can, not that he is a, he's not a rapist like Corn is, but some of his behavior, you know, if I were to have a, a redacted conversation with you off air, like, it's the same exact thing, just, you know, more consensual. But the thing is, and it's not even just rape at this pro- at this point. It's not just rape that is the issue. It's men as a whole in this society, they just continue to just sit in. And that's what it is. Like, I'm not coddling men. I'm not, I'm not for the games. Whatever. Men do not need to be coddled. Black men don't need to be coddled. Like, fuck out of here at this point with that shit. Black men, y'all don't need to be coddled. If women can sit here and we can continue to get through life and figure out how we're going to make right decisions every day, men, men are more than capable of doing it because you're already in power of doing everything else. So if men just don't at this point, it's because you don't want to get it. You don't want to be better people. So no, don't stop allowing your friends to sit there and do things like y'all know when your friends are are being mad aggressive with women. It happens literally every day. Women have to literally pick their entire lives from the moment they get up to the moment they go to sleep around making sure that they're always protecting themselves. So even in allegations of rape coming out or sexual harassment, it's, well, what can the women do to, to protect themselves more? And it's like, well, when does the conversation be, what can you niggas do to do more? And that's like, that's why I, keep, like, I get where you're trying to go with this, Calvin, but in this situation, no. Not anymore. The conversation needs to be focused on what men are going to do to better men. Point blank, period. Can I speak? Go ahead. Here's where I'm at. I agree that niggas should not be raping. It's it's very simple. It's beyond raping. It, niggas should niggas should not be niggas should not be predators. Okay. It's beyond being a predator. Are you gonna let me finish? Go ahead, but I just because because like but you gotta realize it's beyond. It's literally everything men do at this point. Because here's the here's the thing, and 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 this and I feel. Here's the thing. I get we get all that. I get all that. I I'm get all, starting to think men don't. Because you have you already have a viewpoint of men that you already have. But right? you know what? A lot of times, and that's think, the thing is, even if I start bringing it up, that's what it always comes back to, right? Yes, I have been sexually assaulted in past relationships. Yes, I have been abused at the hands of my father. Yes, I have had in situations where I've had people who apologize for my rapist as I'm sitting there trying to tell them somebody I'm dating, and and I've had plenty of situations. I have men who come in and harass me at my job every day. But you know, 
it comes at some point where you can't, like, every time I decide to speak out on men, yes, the way that I decide to say it might be more harsh than what a lot of other women, no, not even a lot, than the ways that some other women will say it, but no, it's not, like, every time I say something about men, I don't need another man to come back and tell me, and trigger me at that, because I know what I've been through in my life. I don't need you to tell me, but you have a biased feeling on it. It's like, no, I'm not just biased, and yes, the fuck I am at the same time, and both of those are okay. I'm trying to I'm trying to phrase what I'm trying to say in the most in the best way possible. Cuz here here's here's where we are. And here is the reality of the situation. Right? If knock on wood, God forbid, if accusations come out against me tomorrow, you're going to let's be real. We, you know me. You know, you know. We've had we've had deep conversations about what we've been for us people. If accusations come against me tomorrow, more often than not, you're just going to say fuck me, regardless, regardless, and you're going to throw everything that you know about me to the wayside, which is your which is your prerogative, right? That's that's what we're that's what we're fighting against. Obviously, it doesn't take a fucking rocket scientist to know that this shit isn't okay. It doesn't take a fucking rocket science to know that. But to completely ignore the other side of why certain people feel certain way, it's also fucked up. There's a reason that niggas fear false rape allegations. Whether your percentage is 2%, 10%, whatever the fuck, there's a reason that happens. There's, there's multiple cases of niggas losing everything that they fucking had and fucking could get because of a false accusation. Every man that I know, know if they're not for one, they know somebody who had to, who got a false rape accusation and his life got fucked up. And I'm not saying that that discounts anything that any woman has been through or any woman is going through. And yes, niggas, keep your fucking hands to yourself. But... The, the way that the way that this conversation goes and the way that pe- things people present their opinions and ideas also impacts how the conversation goes. And yes, you, men don't y'all don't need to be caught up. That also means, listen, if we're talking like two people, you don't need to there's certain there's a way you can say things that's not fucking uh, intentionally abrasive. And if you say things intentionally abrasive and you know that they're intentionally abrasive, I don't have to fucking give you country. And the shit goes for both sides of the fucking coin. We, and, 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 and we're starting, and we've talked about how the conversation needs to start within, within correct? We're working on that. We're working towards that. Honestly, you're not going to see the fruits of your own advice until down the line because they're starting from within. You're not going to, you're not in that inner circle. So I guess the point that I'm trying to make here and, and to kind of, as an overarching thing, is that yes, we understand that sexual predatory behavior has been a problem. This, this isn't a new thing. N- niggas just have Twitter and social media and, and, and shit to figure out this shit on our own. We know, I know that. Yes, one, me saying women need to be protected more is not a sexist thing to say, right? No, but if that is the only thing you say, then that here then lies the problem. It's not the only thing. 
it's, 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 there's a combination of things. Yes, you tell, you tell your homie who's, who's creepy, stop being fucking creepy and get, and get him the fuck out of here. You, te- you, we have these discussions on what the, f- on the systemic issues that lead to these incidences, right? You tell him, but I want people to understand. I can, ha- I can have the conversation with every single person that I know. And, and, and quite frankly, shit, we, if it's needed, we will. But at the same time, nobody can control the other person's actions besides that person. Yes or no? And since I can't control the shit, I can, t- I can tell, we can have these seminars, we can have these meetings in fucking, in Africa, we're teaching people what consent means as, as like in elementary school, we can have more safe, sp- we can have more safe programs in college campuses, we can do all of these things. But I'd also be reminisced to not, to not mention how the other side can protect themselves too. As long as you're doing both of those things, I don't see a fucking issue with it. Most of you aren't doing it. I'm not saying you, but most men aren't. That's part of the problem. But I think, like, even when you start having this conversation, I think women have shifted it from it just being centered around sexual assault and and harassment, where it's just like, no, like, almost every system in America— because, you know, that's where we are— is set up against women. So, like— it's not just sexual harassment. It's not just rape culture. It is literally the culture that has been institutionalized between men and women and how men are accepted in treating women. So if, like, we, the conversation doesn't start, and I literally say this all the time, there is a system that is set up to allow men to continue to being trash. And somebody said it was a man, and he said, if you can't understand why women say men are trash at this point, you just don't want to get it. One, that triggered me. here, And that didn't trigger me, like, in the way that there's a light bulb in my head. I'm noticing a trend here as far as, like, the Twitter people and some of the the, um, celebrities that we've gotten the fuck out of the paint. A lot of these motherfuckers were tweeting like that man. Like, like. The false feminism. But, and so, and so, and so here's the thing. And, and, and I feel like the self, the, there's a difference. I can, I can understand that there is a systematic thing that needs to be fixed. I can understand that women need to be protected. But also, I'm not going to be out here just self-loathing. I fucking refuse. And so there's, there's a line here. And so a lot of the time, that's why the radar comes out, you know, sometimes. And that's why sometimes niggas be like, look, bro, like, that's not going to get you nowhere. Because it, it's obvious to fucking see that you out here self-loathing and, and out here just, like, laying yourself on the fucking altar as a fucking human sacrifice. That shit, that shit's fucking fishy. Like, that shit's fucking fishy to me. You can respect. Respect women. You can. Respect. The man who said it actually is married. I mean, if, if we're that talking on that, that he's doesn't married. That doesn't mean he's not a fucking fishy person. I don't even know. I'm who not the fuck saying he's a fishy person, but my God, for what he said, like point face 
value. I don't care less what the rest of it. If you at this point can't understand why women are going on a limb and literally like you do kind of risk men not. But I was like, fuck that. Like, God, it's 2017. If you're a woman still living on the brinks of grabbing the attention of these men, like I'm keeping you in my prayers, sis, because there is nothing like freedom of not wanting another person. And, you know, I even said this on Twitter on Thursday night when we were talking about it. It's like one of the main things that I talk about in, in therapy is. I literally have a mental conversation with myself sometimes where I I get so pissed off at myself for wanting a partner and I'm trying to find find peace in that and in allowing another person to share my life with me. But outside of that it's just like the other half to it is like I've gotten to this real solid place of life where I don't live for the expectation of men. And it took me forever to get here because a lot of my life and my young adulthood was, you know, being technically I'm still a young adult, but, you know, come coming of age into adulthood was either being in a relationship or figuring out how I can keep a man in my life. And now being on the opposite end of that, where it's just like, you know, I was talking to my therapist about this today. It's just, I'm not there, but I don't necessarily how to explain what I mean because I don't feel a need to set, to center what I'm doing with my life around men. And that that type of peace and freedom, I wish it for every woman ever. Because it's not, you know, and, you know, technically, tackling wanting a relationship is something that I can continue to work on, but I don't need to center men in my life every day to get there. Um, but it's just... It's so tiring. A man never has to worry about, you know, am I, am, you know, and I literally do this every day when I leave my job because I park on the street and it's free parking because who the fuck wants to pay for parking every day? And so I have to open my app on my phone, my safe, my safe, uh, what's the fucking name? My safe track app. So I open that app. I get my keys. I make sure I have my keys in one hand. Everything is on me in a way that I don't have to tackle with anything. I walk to my car and I'm holding down my safe track app. I get to my car. As soon as I, I, I have to leave my backpack on with my laptop in there. And as soon as I get in my car, I make sure I lock my doors. I check my surroundings before I start taking things off so I could pull off safely. And it's like a man doesn't have to do that. A man doesn't have to do that. A man, like I work by myself every day. There's a man that comes in. I know I make fun of guys on my Snapchat all the time when they come in and say crude stuff to me. But honestly, like I record that stuff in the cases of if something happens, it's already on my Snapchat story. So you know who did it. And it's like a man doesn't have to think about that. When I'm going to the bar with my friends, let me make sure that I'm not let me make sure that my drink is always in my hand and I have my eye on it. And let me, I can't go, even if I wanted to go to the club by myself, I can't go to the club by myself because that puts me out in, as, out of danger just because, you know, you there by yourself. Why are you there by yourself, girl? And it doesn't matter if you are in there with a whole bunch of people that you know. There could be that one person who just happens to show up that night and decides that they want to take advantage of you. And, and then once that happens, well, why was she at the club by herself? And then outside of the idea of a man just harming you, and then it plays into, all right, I'm in this role at my job. I have X amount of credentials. The man next to me has X amount of credentials. Mine happens to be more than his, but for some reason, this man gets another job and then says, well, do I want to speak up about this or no? Because a lot of times you speak out of it, guess who's losing her job? The woman. And then it plays on to your household. So, you know, both of us go to work and that man gets to do X, Y, and Z and, and, and I'm doing X, Y, and Z. I birthed the children, but then also I'm going to work because we both have to put into these bills 
households because nobody wants to have that one one job household anymore, which is actually like mad irrational at this point because the economy doesn't support it. But for some reason, it's still expected that the woman's going to come home and she's going to make sure that she takes care of the entire house and household things. And that's when you play into that article comes out with Harper Bazaar and the ladies like, listen, I just need a man who's going to show up emotionally, like emotional support. So then like you're asking for these things and men are just like, you're asking for too much. And it's just like, at what point do men just be like, all right, I see where women are coming from. So no, when women are saying, and not every woman is out here saying they're trash. I am. I am saying men are trash. I am. I w- and I said this on my, I'm going to continue to say it because some woman is not going to say it, but I know the stories and the conversations that women will have with me in my DMs, especially on Snapchat, because that is like the one social media site where I get the most correspondence between women who just sit there and be like, you know, you say these things and blah, blah, like X, Y, and Z. I've, I've gotten stories of what they're going through or, you know, they just say like, you say something that I just wouldn't be able to say. And no, not every woman has to say men are trash, but I'm telling you, that's what I choose to say. Those are the words. And no, I'm not changing them. I'm not changing them because that takes away from the point that I'm trying to make. And if you can't see around it because you're so stuck on a word like saying men are trash, then that be stuck there because that's not my problem either but to just say like this whole conversation of of sexual harassment and the point of us being here is because there is a whole system that has to be discussed in entirety in order for something to change and i there's no other way to put that so unless men are willing to start having those conversations and yes it does require you guys to start having those conversations within your communities but please have them and don't wait until you're like oh well i didn't know his behavior was going to lead to this it's like no there are plenty of things that would have led you to know that his behavior would have led to that because there's a plenty of things that you unconsciously just sit by the wayside and view men doing. And it's just like women have literally day in and day out. I see women get on the Internet every day and they just talk about it day in and day out. Like how men are just such difficult human beings to cohabitate with on this planet and then somebody will even respond to this and just being like well why don't you go fuck a woman it's just like well god damn is it too much to just ask men to be better is it too much to say no i do want to fuck men i want to love on a man but god at the same goddamn time i would rather these men be so untrash while i'm doing it and it's just I mean, sure, let's keep having the conversation about sexual harassment because it does need to be had. But please, please consciously get it through your brain, men, that it starts with way more before then. And I think a lot of women in this generation, they've given up. And I, I'm sure if you have the conversation with your mom and your mom's mom, at some point you give up with it being fixed in your generation and you just want it to be better for the children that come after you. And I honestly feel like with the conversations that I have with most women, it's like at this point, I men who I am with, I just don't see getting any better. So just got to find the lesser of the evils and just hope and pray that my daughter that I have in the future doesn't even have to go through this shit. And it goes so deep and even men being like, oh, I hope I don't have a daughter because all the things that I ever did in life is going to play out in her life. And it's just like, damn, if you can even twist your fucking mouth to say something like that, then you know on some level that men are just trash. And it's just like, at what point are men just, just going to be like, you know what, let's just let's figure out what we got going on here, men. Let's just let's figure it out. Because at this point for women, it's just tiring. 
And that's why most women are saying niggas are trash because there's nothing. It doesn't matter how we put it. You, men just find this way to excuse the behavior. Well, if you didn't say men are trash, okay, so we weren't saying men are trash a year ago, but we were still talking about these things. Well, if you would just, okay, well, we were doing this. Well, if you weren't doing this, when you maybe you wouldn't have got raped. And it's just like, well, damn, what, at what point does it stop being what women were doing and we just have the plain conversation about what men can do? And, yeah, until we can correct that and just start having that conversation, a whole bunch of women are just going to continue to call men trash. And if that's where if this is the hill we're going to die on, I guess this is going to be the hill we're going to die on, everyone collectively, because it's tiring. It's fucking tiring. And I can't spend the rest of my life sitting here wanting to cry over something that happened in my past. And at some point, you just— just Never mind. Like, God damn, it's just tiring. Like, y'all, you guys got it, right? Y'all keep threatening. Y'all are going to ruin this entire planet. Women, just start stabbing these niggas. I have nothing else. Y'all can't even be trusted to be men. Just start stabbing these niggas. Maybe we'll get somewhere. Shit. You done? I'm, yeah, let's just move on to another topic. I'm exhausted. All right. So what you want to move on to then? I would say hop into DMs, but I think that'll start a whole other thing. Just men, when you go getting in women's DMs, don't say hi, but you don't have to jump into saying, well, when do we get to bone? There is a nice medium. Start there. That's so fucking vague, bro. Like, this shit. (sighs) Okay. This shit, that shit, first, that shit's fucking vague as fuck. Like, don't, so I can't say hi because that's normal. I'm not saying don't say, but it's just like, if you're being honest with yourself, women get, I get at least 20 DMs a day, right? Versus all my various social media. Some man saying something to me. Snapchat makes it the easiest because if I have my story going, you can easily comment on one of those things. Boom, a whole conversation's getting started. But and the same goes like, all right, now there's Instagram stories. So if you want to DM me, wait till something piques interest on my on my Instagram story and then go from there. But a lot of times, like you read a lot of these DMs and it really is like, especially on Snapchat, niggas will just throw their penis in your, in your mentions. You're just like, bro, like, what the fuck are you doing? And then, yeah, like if you say hi, everything in shooting your shot, quote unquote, is it's a risk. So if you say hi and I'm like, well, damn, that's dry and there's probably no follow-up conversation to your hi. And like, no, I'm not obligated to answer. But if you also go on the wild deep end and you're just like, yo, I'm just here to fuck. It's like, whoa, I'm still not obligated to answer. It's just like, can you have a little conversation? But you're still not obligated to answer. So it's like. No, yeah, but I'm more likely to answer if you at least spark my interest. Look, here's what I've learned. Here's what I've learned over the course of just life, right? Especially, especially recently. There's no right answer. There's only wrong ones. There's no right way to do anything. There's only wrong ways to do it shit. So you just got to find the less wrong way to do it. Like, you went, we, we just had you going like a 20 minute, I don't even know what to call it. Just, just, just letting your, just letting your, like, anger, your frustration out, right? So, so that's the climate we live in. Because first of all, most women don't fucking shoot shots for real. So we're, so we're not even going to pretend like they do. 
So that's the climate we live in. I have to sit back and figure out which one doesn't want me to get stabbed, <laughs> pretty much. Because you, you said yourself, we might as well just start stabbing these niggas and die. So I got to first figure out which one doesn't want me to get stabbed. That, that takes a certain amount out. Which, one, which ones are faithful? That takes hopefully a majority out. And then go from there. So, like, you have to, you have to analyze what's, you know, every, everyone, you should have a common thing of what's considered respectful versus disrespectful. Um, you have to, there's, there's honesty, but people want sugar-coated honesty when you're, when you're, when you're courting, honestly. You want sugar-coated honesty. You don't want me to lie to you and say, I want a relationship when I don't. But if I, if my goal is to just have sex with you, I can't say I just want to have sex with you. I have to make, I have to dress that up in a way that sounds socially appealing. So there's that. And then, so, so, now, so now we're playing double dutch, so I can't just say, hi, hey, how are you? Hey, what's up? I gotta, I gotta figure, I gotta go, you know, you gotta do your research and figure out what common thing you guys have in common. Oh, you like baseball, so do I. Uh, oh, you, you're an entrepreneur. Cool, I own my own shit too. Like, how, like, let's talk about that. All of these things kind of go into play. In, in a culture, in a culture where, where, you know, shit, somewhat fairly, is more than often not the woman that your DM is going to think that you're fucking trash to begin with. And 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 you 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 start to you start to realize why most DMs aren't successful, why most relationships aren't successful, why most marriages aren't successful. Start to it, it starts to make fucking sense. And it's it's it, it's a thing where you have so if you're if you're hopping in the DMs, you know you have to be engaging, you have to be funny because you have to, you know laughter is the key, right? Like, like if I make you laugh. You at least remember that you laughed, right? So I gotta make you laugh. I gotta be obviously you wanna be respectful because you don't want you don't want to be disrespectful. Cause if you're disrespectful, that can get you labeled respectfully, or you know, that can get you labeled fairly as a sexual predator. Um, it's just there's not a right answer. There's just least there's less wrong ones. Um everyone can't do everything. There's not a fucking uh a Playboy, there's not a manual for how to fucking slide in someone's DMs. People wrote wrote books on it, but shit, even even the people who wrote the books say they don't got all the answers. Um, so long story short, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of don'ts and not a lot of do. So it's like, don't be disrespectful. Don't send anything that's unsolicited. Um, don't just you know be generic. And don't slide in DMs when you have, when you're not single. I think that's the, if you, if you follow those don'ts, you'll. You get somewhere in life. You figure some shit out. And everything else is up for interpretation. Like, you know, some people like to be, you know, told, some people like to tell the corny pickup line, but they know, but they know it's corny. Honestly, the, when guys like get in your DMs and be like, oh, I think my ball rolled in here. Like, that one's kind of cute though. Like, I'll answer you if you do that. I saw somebody who, who who sent Shorty a picture of this furniture. And she was like, what, like, what is that? She was like, oh, I'm just moving to your DMs. Don't mind me. That's cute. And so, like, 
And that's more than high. Nigga, I could get 100 highs in a day. That's like, it's, a, it's on the same. Like, sending somebody a high DM is the same as when you, like, that other stage, like, the next stage. So you, we start having conversations. And then the next thing I know, you WYDM me to death. Like, how many times am I supposed to answer that same question? And in my mind, it's just like, if you didn't have an actual conversation, which for me, like, that's how I function. If I don't have an actual conversation ready to go, like, I'm just not going to text you that day. Or at the very most, it's like, use a little bit more wording. Be like, hey, I don't really have anything to talk about. Just wanted to say good morning. I think what, I think what, what we got to understand is that, like, a lot of shit is based off motivation. Like, <laughs> I gotta... So people have to be motivated to treat you a certain way. Like, there's girlfriends that I've planned, you know, romantic dates with that I've, you know, been real considerate on, like, birthdays and, um, you know, anniversaries and all that shit. And there's, and there's people that I've been with that I haven't. Because I wasn't motivated. I wasn't motivated to do that. It's same, the same goes for the DM. Shooters shoot. Shooters shoot, and even the shooters miss, shooters going to shoot again. But there's certain shots that you want to hit, and there's certain shots that's like, eh, if I, hit it, I, if I hit it, I hit it. If I don't, oh, fucking well. And there's a difference. Because uh, there's, um, I remember uh, last year, you remember a uh, dude last year, uh, J.D. Scott, who got, ca- got caught out because he was a serial DM slider. Like, and he was, okay. I don't know who that is. All right, so he. I he, was on Twitter last year, remember? I don't fucking remember well, shit. I wasn't on Twitter last year. I took a break. Mm-hmm. I'm about to take a break after my birthday again. Ooh. Going off all of them. Going off the grid. So, and he's an alpha, too. So this is, I had to pour some out for the kid. Um. Basically, this nigga, this nigga, he in Texas, he basically was a serial DM slider. Like, group me DMs, Instagram DMs, Twitter DMs. If it, if it had a DM, he was sliding in that boy. And he would use the same, the same shit every time. It was like, can I ask you a question with a rose attached, as a, with the rose emoji attached? Eventually got caught out, and he got caught out for using the same shit. Wait, so he every time he DM'd a girl, he would just say, can I ask you a question, and then put a, the rose emoji. And then we kind of go and kind of go from there, uh, depending on the response. But that was his starter every single time. Jesus Christ. He was single at least, right? Yeah. At the very least. At the very least, he was single. He was, he, they didn't call him out for cheating, or right? They called him out because he was like a serial... Like, he was a serial DM slider. Because I was mad. <laughs> like, I don't know. In any sense, like, whether a woman's dating or a man's dating, the whole point of dating someone is because this person makes you feel special. So, yeah, I had a moment. But when, that, when you find out that person's out here making what you perceive to be you being made special is getting sent to everybody else, it's just like, and, and he, damn. But no, but here's, but here's my counter to that. Because I've heard that before. You know, like, you probably take all your girls here, or you probably do this with everybody. Well, we don't tell Jordan to not do the fadeaway jump shot just because he hits it all the fucking time. We don't tell LeBron not to drive to the basket because it fucking works. Listen, if I know, as a man, and maybe if, if I'm doing this at the same time, that's a different issue, but if I'm doing it with different relationships, if I know if this is a dope-ass, romantic-ass spot, why would, why would I not take you there just because it took someone else there? If I know that, yeah, like, but if you're serial taking somebody to that same place, it's not their that special. And if I find out, 
Listen, then, you, yeah, it's just gonna be like, well, damn, I guess the, we didn't have some something going somewhere. Like, and that's not necessarily the, the case. That's not necessarily the case. It's it's more so. It's a, just because the project has the same blueprint doesn't mean it didn't give a fuck about the project. I just would use a blueprint that I know has the most chance of working. It's not me. Oh, I don't give a fuck about this bitch. I'm just gonna use the same shit. I'm not I, saying you don't give. It's just it makes it comes off as very insincere. So it's just like, well, damn. Listen, everybody care. ain't listen. There's there's a finite amount of shit. <laughs> Every everything under the sun has been done by somebody else. It doesn't matter or not whether you find out. And so, I think it's just you know shit. If it works, it works. And if it works again, works again. Just can't you know? Just don't let that be part of your scatter report. <laughs> like George Fader was on the scatter report, but my, 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 people couldn't stop the shit. You know, LeBron gonna drive to the basket. People can't stop the shit. And and they got just enough counter moves that that you can't just sit on that move. It's the same shit. But um, as far as hopping into the DMs, like it's real simple. You just if you're respectful. Somewhat creative or witty. If you if if you don't have a readily accessible girlfriend, you could pull up on your social media. You're pretty. That's pretty much the, the foundation of how to get in there. Now, no one's obligated to answer, and Stephanie would argue that she if she does answer, she's not even obligated to answer it in a courtesy manner. I would say no. Actually, no. I'm never obligated to do anything. I just. I won't be unnecessarily mean, but I'm never obligated to give you my attention. That's like, let me, let me interrupt this for a story time real quick. So there's this nigga that I've kind of known for a couple of while. Like, literally when I first met him, he took me on two dates. And then, like, after those two dates, the conversation switched to, when are you, you going to come over? you going to let me see it? And I called him out on it. I said, you know, you took me on two dates, and then after that, everything became a sexual comment. No, like, I genuinely like you did it. And I said, all right, so, you know, can we start doing more things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A whole nother month of, I'm not really going to do anything. I'm just keep asking when you're going to come over. So this past Sunday, I'm Sunday fun day, because, you know, I have a schedule. So unless you could be fit into that schedule, I'm not going out of my way to have a man in my life at this point. Um, he calls me, and I pick up, and we're talking. And then, you know, it's Jay's house with eight people there. It gets a little bit noisy in the background. So I'm like, Especially with these niggas. Yeah, so we started having a conversation, and he's like, well, I guess you're busy. I'll talk to you later. And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll call you back later. Well, Narrated voice, she did not call him back. No, I didn't, because I left Jay's house at 1248 in the morning. Then Austin and I had a conversation about something that transpired while we were at Jade's. And so by the time I get home, it's 1 in the morning. I'm going to bed. I wake up the next day, and he texts me talking about some, oh, Great conversation we had on the phone last night. It was so interesting. And I texted back and said, you know, normal people would have just said, hey, what happened to you calling me last night? Maybe I don't deal with normal people because what, how, how he reacted to you is how people react to me. Well, just know that your people aren't normal. Noted. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, well, then tell me what happened. So I just recently turned my red receipt on because I got a Google Talk for business purposes. So I can't have my red receipts on, which I prefer. So if anyone knows me in text message in general, I have a tendency to open text, 
start doing something else, and then forget to actually answer the text. I do it to you all the time. Because you're a terrible person. I'm Continue. just not terrible. You're I just awful. get sidetracked you're, you're very off, easily. You're, you have awful phone etiquette. Don't you know this nigga started texting me talking about some? So you're not going to answer me? Okay, so you're doing a lot for me right now. And then after that, it starts sending me question marks. I finally answer them, and then today something similar happened, and he does the same thing. My point with him is, first of all, my nigga, you don't do anything outside of, so when are you going to come over and I'm going to see you? I'm not obligated to give me. And in, in that sense, I'm not obligated to answer your text. And he got one more time to send me a, a series of question marks before I block his number. And this is why I don't let men that I date follow me on social media, because after I block his number, you're gone. And it's it's a blessing, honestly. Look, here's a, here's there's a simple there's a simple simple thing. I believe in common courtesy, for the most part. So, especially like like look, you're not obligated to do anything to anyone. Whatever, whenever someone approaches you, you could you could cut somebody out, and you're not obligated to not cut somebody out. You know. Yeah, no, and I would never unnecessarily cuss somebody out, though. Like, but that, 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 and that's and that's my point. I think that, and because you, some people are, some, some, and some of your ilk are definitely obligated. They feel like they can just say whatever the fuck, and it's okay, and it's not okay. I just need, and I need, I need to vote, verbalize that. Because we just have this whole talk about climate harassment and, and street harassment is a thing. It is a thing. And, you know, but also I feel like at least to begin with, if I say, hey, how are you? You know, you can ignore me and I don't have to. I don't. I, I, if you ignore me, I don't need to call you. Well, you ain't that fine, bitch. Anyway, that's that's aggressive. But also, if I say, hey, like, how are you? You don't need to turn back like, bitch, fuck you. Like, eh. there's if we as a collective were nicer to each other. I wonder how it would feel. Like pure bliss, I'm sure. Because there's a lot of tension and aggression and aggression and angst in our society currently. Partly because we look we elected a fucking orange cheeto as president, but that's neither here nor there because we don't do politics we on don't this talk one. About politics on this show. Um because there's eleven billion podcasts that you could you can get for that and you know we encourage you to listen to them. But there's a lot of angst, a lot of aggression. Hell there's aggression in this in this fucking studio 15, 20 minutes ago and we're friends. Yeah. But if we if we as a collective could at least extend common courtesy, I think we would get a lot farther. And if that common courtesy has been violated, then go violate that, then violate the back. No, no. Listen, here's what. Did you just say violate them back? Like if if you violate common courtesy, so so put it like this: if I say. If I say, um, what? Yeah, I'm, let me break it down. If, Please do. So if I say, hey, how are you? And you ignore me. And when I say, well, bitch, you ain't fine anyway. You, you are all, you are well within your right to turn around saying that's why your mother's a whore or any, any, any everything that you can say. Because I violated common courtesy. Oh, that goes against the golden rule. I violated common courtesy because yeah, I. but no. <laughs> Calvin, no. Listen, sometimes. I know where you're trying to go, but no. You listen, just said, I bet we would get so much further. But like, just if, nice but, here's, but here's the thing, though. You can be nicer so to people. what do you get from 
But here's the thing: you can be nicer to people. But I'm also of the I'm also of the opinion that look, if, people with the same energy. I guess. Keep <laughs> keep keep that same energy. I'm a huge I'm a huge fan of keeping that same energy. Guys, please don't take Calvin's advice. No, because here's no. The, here's the thing: like real shit though, real uh, and I and I'm so sincere about this. Real I shit. can tell you are pumpkin. I can tell you are because like let me just give you the golden rule. The true. part that people forget is treat others how you want to be treated. And then that second part that most people forget, even when they aren't treating you how you want to be treated. I for that's, I for that's sure. the part that most people are like, uh, no, uh, we don't I for, let that go. I for sure, because listen. Um, no, don't, there's a, because like, don't go out of your way to be rude to people. No, I'm not saying go out to go out mean, of your way, but if people go out of their way to be rude to you. You just, the same way that guy who texts me is like, yo, da, da, da. Then I answer said, you know, a normal person would just ask, what happened to you calling me? And then after that, they still are on that bullshit like he blocked. Because at that point, you're exerting energy you don't need to. Let me just get you. The problem is when, when we do things like that and we want people to see things the way we see it, what you're really trying to it's an ego thing. It's a pure ego thing. You offended me, so now I have to go out of my way to offend you, which more people are offended when you ignore them. It Bye. <laughs> But why would you yourself want to, like, because you know once you respond to somebody that way, they're going to come back with something else. So then you're in an argument. Because sometimes I got time, shit. Like, it's just one of those things no, where it's like— y'all need to stop having so much time. Everybody needs to stop having so much look, time. Because I'm a—see, I'm a, one of my mottos for 2017 that's going to continue into 2018 is keep that same energy. One of my models is stop having energy. Stop giving away energy. Keep that. Keep that same energy. Like you know, what I'm saying, so keep that same energy. Like if if, if you if, if if keep that same energy. Like two seconds ago, you literally just said maybe if we were just. I want energy. I want people to be nicer. But, okay, you're but literally you, but, feeding into the vortex. If you are coming meeting people with the same, like at what point are you just like, all right, well let's just go be nicer. But listen, nicer sometimes means like I just can stop talking to you. That it could, so but I'm also. But you should stop talking to people more. Listen, I I hold my tongue what? often. I what? there's a difference between holding your tongue and then just retaliating just to retaliate. Like if somebody really offends you, then you speak from your feelings. Say what you just did offended me. You don't have to meet them with the same energy. That's the thing is nobody wants to stand in their feelings. Like see, even with this my, DM thing. What like if my feelings these, <laughs> were like I'm meeting you with the no, same energy? No, then that's not your feelings. I was literally talking about this with my therapist because we were talking about men recently where I've, I've gotten to this routine. Like I know what my weekly routine is. I'm, I'm busier now. So when men want my attention or time, it's like, well, only if it permeates and well, as of late or not permeates, but permits. And as of late, like, I don't have that much time to permit to others. And last week I, I got two guys who were just slightly offended because I didn't have time. One of them, like, well, okay. Well, I'm there's no point you. in giving that story. Yeah, no, no, I, and I'm, I'm, I was getting ready to cut no, you. No, no, I was, I was about to say, there's no point in giving that story. I was getting ready to I'm not trying, re- yeah, yeah. Redacted, redacted, I'm working redacted. on being more redacted because somebody did say, am I going to end up on your little podcast? Yes, nigga, you are. Square <laughs> up, nigga. <laughs> and honestly, I'm not trying to put 
I don't, it ain't a little podcast, I nigga. think I even said that, like, in the beginning when we first recorded. Like, I don't want to put their business out there, but well, I want to speak from my perspective. I'm speaking, we speaking from our perspective. We, because, like, listen, we never, we're not trying to get nobody jammed up. We no. never, we're not trying to jam ourselves up. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, you know not it may, on purpose. Not on purpose. It may be too late for some of this shit, but, you know, we, we here. Um, but what I was about to say was, because I, I ran into something similar. I think I get offended when... I don't feel like, and we talked about you not giving a fuck, right? About like men and like and how they fit into your life because you don't feel like you need to. I center. think that's not even but it I, anymore. It's just I don't have a need to center men, so it's finding the balance between wanting someone and not making sure. But I'm I feel like I feel like I feel like it's this. You know, if if I offer like, hey, what is this time good? Is this time, you know is this time good? And you say no, and then you don't at least try to like throw. I was like, how about this time? I'm free this oh, we've time. We talked about yeah, this. We talked about this. But I always say, for me, I always offer up time. So if you so if you so if you offer up another time, then then what? Then, yeah, but then, they were in these situations. Both men were still offended even after I offered up time. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I I feel you on that one because. I got offended because I'm like, I, I you know, I, I we're like, talking about C bus, right? No, no, somebody else. Yes. Oh, oh, more recently. Yes. Got it. Yes. Listen, we. My life is a fucking soap opera. Jesus Christ. Um. Doesn't get more soap opera than mine. We not follow we, me on Snapchat. It plays out there. Don't follow me on Snapchat because <laughs> I don't put none of this shit on Snapchat. So there's that. <laughs> Keep your moves solid, 2018, baby. Um, no, but dead ass. That's, real, real that's a real life. That's a real motive. That's a real energy. I need you to keep. Um, yeah, but no, it was like one of those things where if I offer, if I offer to take you out, like I'm, and I know, and I've been around enough women to know if I offer to take you out, I'm, I know what I'm offering. I'm offering to be able to just like to have a, a free fucking night. And you and you say no, that doesn't work for me. And then you don't have you have the audacity to not give me an alternative time for me to spend money on you, bitch. Get the fuck out of here. And I say that not being sexist. I'm saying that like you not valuing me at this point. You're not valuing my time, my experience, none of the shit. So you can get the fuck on. And so that in that one, I didn't keep the same energy and cuss her out. I just didn't text her anymore. Cause I'm like, look, I'm not about to chase. I'm not about to chase nobody. I I pursue. I don't chase. Pursue means that person wants to be caught. It means there's a, there's, a, there's a relationship that that person wants to be caught. Chase means that motherfucker don't want to be caught. I ain't chasing no money who doesn't want to be caught. And if you don't want to give him another time, so that way we can hang out, and especially if I'm offering something that's more than just come over and chill, fuck you. Because <laughs> if you ain't going to want it, some, somebody else will. And I'm going to find that motherfucker. That's the only energy you need to keep is if you don't want it, somebody else will. But just move along. <laughs> I just want, here's the, in 2018, here's what I want out of people. Um, I want men to start having more conversations how men can be better with other men. And then I want people to, to realize that nobody has to stay in your life. And the struggle that you create with trying to keep people in your life is a struggle that you sign up for. So stop signing up for that struggle and start meeting people with less energy. Try that on for size. Let's start meeting people. That's what we need to do in 2008. <laughs> start meeting people with less energy. Start doing things like just going about your business. And then, you know, what? the most like the best thing I did for myself this year was make myself more centered in my own things. And by doing that, I'm just in a much better, happier space because <laughs> I don't I just don't rely on people like I did. It's kind of still in here. All right. 
overtime. Stop relying on people. There you go. Uh, overtime, overtime, overtime segment. Um, do you want to do uh, dealing with a depressed partner, or do you want to do the other one? Which one do you want to do? Which one do you think we can we can give justice and overtime? I say we should do the lighter topic and do dealing with a depressed partner the same way we did sexual assault for the next episode. Got it. So let's do the lighter topic. Let me pull up, let me pull up shit. It was taking an X back. Oh, taking the X back. The short answer, don't fucking do it. <laughs> That's the short answer. Goodbye. I'm kidding. But no. No, you worry. <laughs> You're not taking your X back. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. I used to be a take back, taking back ass nigga. I ain't gonna lie. I used to be that person. I used to keep that energy because it was like, you know, eh. But like, the older I've gotten, the more I realize that there's a reason y'all didn't work out the first time. And oftentimes that reason still exists, but when you try to double back. I think the only time it works out is if you you two choose to acknowledge and have conversations about why it didn't work out in the first place. Like, y'all have to acknowledge it and then you gotta you gotta You gotta address the elephant in the room. Yeah. Cause like I mean, if you think about it, like you really gotta address the elephant in the room. Cause if you you try to get back with everything good, like y'all didn't just break the fuck up, <laughs> that's not gonna work. Um, you gotta you gotta address the elephant in the room. You have to you have to manage expectations. You have to and you have to separate the real from the fantasy. Cause because the honeymoon period is super strong when you get back with an ex. <laughs> you think this is a one meant for me? You think you start you start thinking all types of shit. Nah, fam. <laughs> nah. And I was speaking from experience as a man who's doubled back more than one occasion on somebody. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't know if I could do it. It's not worth it if the person you're double backing with is not trying to have the conversations necessary. Nah, you gotta really... If you can't... If you if you guys can't have have an honest, to God, truthful conversation... And both sides. Uh, both sides of... No, both not, sides have to be able to get their grievances out. And, and not mm. blaming no, nobody, but... Both sides have to be able to get their grievances out and take ownership for the, the demise of the relationship, the part that they played. And pretty much, if they can't do that, it's not so going to end well. It's not worth it. Because relationships are like movies, but sequels rarely ever as good. I started thinking about a movie where the sequel was better. It took a little bit, didn't it? I still don't have one. Exactly. <laughs> My point. I'm sure some people do. It's proven. But, like, in real life, though, man, look, taking an X back seems like a good idea if the time or comfortable. Like very like the old that old hoodie that's comfortable. Sometimes it's time to give that old hoodie away. There's some stains on it you can't get out. You know it's starting to fade a little bit. Don't it don't look crisp and brand new anymore. Sometimes it's it's okay to give that old hoodie that old ex to goodwill and let and let and let someone else find treasure. Honestly, oh in, my god! In, in, in I was dating this guy and I had a I had a sweater for my ex and he like I posted it on my Snapchat. I was like, sometimes your ex is clothing make for a cute outfit argument i could see how that could turn argument. into one of and i was like what is the attachment of an article of clothing listen I, listen how do you think listen okay and it, it only works one way because niggas are ain't you ha- getting rid of like niggas ain't ha- no hold on no, no no i went on a date last night wearing the boots that my ex got me for christmas but, but it's different it's different when it's something your ex <laughs> bought you and it's your exes what 
and here's and here's why, and I promise you, this makes. Why all... would you want to have that much attachment to a T for time out? Hold on, here's <laughs> let, me, let me get the thought out before I think it. Before I forget it, oh. it only works one way because you women can wear men's clothes. It it generally doesn't work the other way around without some serious conversation. So this is another. Another instance where men feel left out. No, 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 no. I don't want to. I don't want to wear. I know you don't want to wear women's clothing, but what you literally just said is, women can wear men's clothing, but there's no opposite to that. It's just like so that's so that so that's the reason. So your complaint is because no, that's. I'm telling you, that's the reason why he flipped out. I'm not saying that he necessarily should have, because that was that was rooted in insecurity. I can't. I don't know this. I'm, if I know this man, I, it's not personal. No, you don't know this dude. <laughs> but it, it was rooted. See, in, I honestly have a tendency to date insecure men. It was rooted in insecurity. You know, any a lot of these arguments are rooted in insecurity. If we keeping it all the way real, it was rooted in insecurity because of you. You know, showcasing that ex's clothing. You know, like there's memories attached to that. There's usually some memories attached to the clothing. If there's nah, not, if only he would have known that was a sweater from my abusive ex. There was no memories attached to that. Communication is key, but Woo! You, 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 you don't know. You have never. Been, I've never been more shook when I was over at some chick's house and she offered me basketball shirts but I know she didn't know. But that's crazy, like, the fact that y'all would just be like, why did she have these basketball shorts? And it's like, do y'all realize that's rooted in insecurity? Like, it's an article of clothing. I mean, I took this shit because I needed it, but it was more so it was like... It's an article of clothing. That no one... That bre- unless you a hooper, you're not buying just baggy-ass basketball art- shirts it, for yourself. And honestly, if y'all would just, like, start repeating that in your head, like, wow, this is just an article of clothing, it's like, whatever I was How come y'all don't repeat that when y'all want to steal our hoodies? It has nothing to do with you, nigga. I'm cold. And nigga, I'm buy like, your own hoodie. I like the article of clothing. Buy your own hoodie. I do buy mine, and then I take yours if I'm in your place. Nope. Keep, keep, give me back my hoodies 2018. <laughs> That's the energy I'm going to keep. But I just need y'all to know, like, one plus one is not equaling two here. Why the fuck isn't it? Because here's the thing. <laughs> Why is it? Two totally different. Like, y'all have an unreasonable attachment to an article of clothing because it's from an ex. And you're upset because somebody's taking your hoodies when honestly, if you don't offer them, they can't be taken. N- niggas don't offer yeah, them. Yeah, y'all do. I've never just had a hoodie because I have a, any man's hoodie that I own. It's because at some point they, they, we, uh, we, we, we may have offered, offered it, it for like a temporary period of time. But at no point do you guys say, oh, I'll make sure I get that back. I do, and I, 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 all right. So then you got all your hoodies. No, they just some. So, there's there's a couple of basketball shirts I miss to this day because they you know, walked I'm out. Stop saying men are trash and start saying y'all niggas is just crazy. Because whoo, y'all are irrational. That's no. what it, y'all niggas is irrational. <laughs> My God. <laughs> because y'all want to walk out. My shorts. I'm irrational. That's some bullshit. Niggas ain't trash. Niggas is irrational. That's it. Major key alert. Major key alert. Bring me back my damn hoodies. So and shorts. Him, like, hey, I know you slept over the other night and I gave you the clothing, but when you come, can you make sure? Words? 
communication. Start using those. Communication is I key. I say this every episode. But sometimes she also be like, hey, that's cute, and Ben does, never does it. So then why would you keep dating somebody who doesn't respect your stuff? That's the real question you need to be asking yourself. <laughs> Look. I'm just going to keep you men wrapped up in prayer because y'all need a lot of it at this point. My God. Save our hoodies 2018. Save our hoodies 2018. But all right. So we got getting ready to wrap up here. You never said. I didn't even say if I would take an ex back. You oh, shit. My- ask me. You just push it. Irrational. That's what. Y'all niggas is so irrational. Would you, though? Um, there's only two that I would actually generally consider taking back. Because my guess is going to be zero for you. No, there's one that I was actually steadfast on until they did something this morning, and it made me realize, like, in the time that you and I haven't been together, your pattern of behavior actually hasn't changed. And then also that person just wanted to release their grievances, but and then said they were holding space for me, too, and never did. So where do we go from here? And they also got upset because I didn't have time for them last week. But not that they said it. It's just their behavior. And I was just like, all right. I thought I was supposed to be the kid, quote unquote, in this here situation we got going on. But you're not acting too much like an adult yourself. You won't communicate with me. So, no, I wouldn't take him back now. But I would I consider it? Yes. And there is another guy, like, heavily, if he came back and we had a conversation about getting back together. 110% I'd get back together with him. Why don't you slide in his DMs? That's okay. I He texted me last week. Okay. I'm just making sure. He texted me. And he said he he might surprise me with a birthday gift. He still I, has my mama address. He can send it there. I encourage women to take shots because I feel like at this point, and we're going to end on this note, if a majority of women feel like men are irrational, like you do, AKA, you should be more aggressive. Uh, on the men that you see may fit your definition of someone who's, like, not irrational. You know, I was actually having this conversation on Twitter, and somebody was like, it, it's a guy who knows the things I've been through in life. He was like, honestly, if you were to be more aggressive in your dating situation, you'd probably get further. Because, because the, reason, the reason why I say that, for women, for everyone, because if you're more aggressive, you can pick from who you want instead of who is just brave enough to want you. Yeah. And so, and so if you see those qualities that you that that kind of trigger a positive response of like, huh, he may be less trash than everyone else, or he or she may be a rational person, go get it instead of trying to wait until they they figure out that it's there's an open lane because it may be too late. You might, you might be onto something. This is something that I do want to work on is being a more aggressive person in my dating life. So you're onto something. See, I don't always disagree with you. I mean, it makes good content, though. <laughs> All right. Anything else for the good of the order, beloved? Ladies, be the best hoe you could be. Men, don't let a little hoeing stopping you from getting to the woman of your dreams. And on that note, <laughs> we gone. Uh, it's your host, C. Diddy, um, and Bo, a.k.a. Steph. Um, we're signing off for another episode. We thank whoever is listening for listening. And um, one last thing, rest in peace, uh, Bobby Evans, you will be missed. I was
Had a stick on me, that's first. Got your bitch on me, getting murked. I post up and that's confident. I boast up and I drop six. And a ghost rust and I pop shit. I'm a dope boy with that cot trip. I came in the game, I had crack on me. Got babe on my back with some act on me. I'm single and shit, now she lash on me. I told him I'm back, I'm a bachelor. I get focused on millions and everything. I just took me a trip out to Africa. See how we came from the mud and the bottom, we did it. I see how they counted this, I bet they never gonna do it again. You see why they niggas be hating, they knowin' I'm going right in. I was born to get this money and this life is